0: podcast and today we are talking about joey's competition experience sunday last weekend mate tell us all about it catch us up all the all the vibes the prep all right so i'll give you guys uh, i'll set the scene for you guys so you know how this went down so i've been a brown belt for five or six years I can't. It's been that long that I've, I've lost track. <laughs> can't remember. Um, and that was, you know, I think we might have spoke about this in another episode, but I, you know, I kind of lost touch, lost the love for the game for a little while, started started a business, you know, things conspired to me, just sort of taking a break for a while. Anyway, got back and fell back in love with jiu probably about a year and a half, two years ago. Much thanks to our mutual friend, Adam Childs. Shout out. Um, awesome guy. My coach opened his gym in, in Sydney at Rose Bay, and that was really me sort of kicking back off again. So I kind of started Brown Belt again, in a sense, with him. Anyways, um, I'm 37. I don't really have any – I competed quite a bit at, like, white, blue, and a little bit of purple. Um, never really had any great desires to compete at Brown. Um, but Ad said, "I want you to do this. I want you to do a comp, sure." And so I was like, "All right, well, fuck, let's go do a comp." So <laughs> I did the comp, and uh, it was it was a local it was a local comp here in Sydney Autumn Cup Autumn Cup. Yeah, it was not a huge deal at all. Uh, I entered two divisions, so I just did Gee. I I, I I didn't. I'm like, all right, I don't have any interest in spending the whole day. Worrying about when I'm competing in between gi and no gi and weight and absolute. So I said, I'll just do gi and I'll do both divisions. So I registered for my weight and for absolute. Cool. Um, which is great. And, I, and then the in here was the big one that I had to throw around was like, do I do um, masters or adult or masters too? Oh, okay. And and yeah. Think, yeah, the, You know, i age piece. Yeah. The age piece. And I'm like, well, you know, I don't want to face some fucking. <laughs> 19 year old brown belt <laughs> on a tear through the competition circuit. You know, I was, enough. Like, I was like, but then at the same time, I don't want to, I, I don't see myself as like, you don't see and, yourself and as the old guy. guy. Yeah, I'm not the old guy. I'm like, and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to voluntarily like, Choose to make it easier now. Not that going masters makes it easier, sure. Because you get guys with more experience, you get guys with more strength. Yes, often, don't you? Yeah, um, you know, and like fuck. You, you, I mean, yeah. so in any case, I registered for adult. Sure. The, the what made me make that decision was you saying, um, "Well, look, you, you, people typically go masters when their sort of fitness and athleticism is taking a On downturn." The decline. Yes. Yeah, and he's like, "Yours isn't so." go adult and i was like all right that makes sense and then the other side of it was i looked at uh, the who had registered for this comp leading up to it and um there wasn't many people registered and i'm mm. like well chances are if i enter masters there's not going to be anybody for me yeah. to compete against that's right so i entered adult and it w- turned out that there was one guy in my weight division right uh and then in the absolute there ended up being a total of eight competitors okay Now, on the day, how can we backpedal a second, Joey? Because there is a piece of this which, you know, all of you out there in the world of jujitsu may, you know, relate to is the pre comp. is like, so before we get straight into the comp day, there was a little bit of work for you leading into this comp because you hadn't competed for a while. Can you talk us through a little bit around that more? Yeah. Okay. So, in terms of the training? Yeah. The training and just the whole, you know, everything that goes with oh, I haven't competed or I'm about to do a comp, wherever you might be in your competition experience, whether you've done one or you haven't, what's t- talk us through that. So I guess from the, yeah, from that side of things for me at the moment, <clears> of <throat> me, changing my, changing the structure of my training wasn't really an option. Yep. I trained two days a week. Yes. And I was like, well, I, I, I've got competing obligations on family business, whatever. So I'm like, that's not really going to change, even though ideally it would have. Yes. I was like, it would be really good to get a third session a week, but alas. So um, the two sessions that I would do, I, I normally train the double session uh, over at Alliance, which is like a one hour session, then a 90 minute session. But I switched to just the 90 minutes. Yep, Because even though it's less training volume, I, I applied myself uh, in a more focused way. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to show up to this session. I'm going to do a good warm-up before class. I'm going to think about what I'm trying to achieve tonight, and then I'm going to train with more intent. Quality. Yeah. And, uh, and that was really beneficial. And they were like sort of comp prep classes. Yep. So we're just getting after it, really. Um, very high intensity. Yep. Um, and I, I made the decision to compete about six weeks out from comp, I think. So we had about sure. six weeks lead up. Um <clears throat> That also got me thinking about, all right, what's my game? What's my game? And I've never been the kind of guy, I never liked having a game. Sure. I, and I, I don't know if this was me just trying to find an easy way out of, like, not being too committed to a competition. <laughs> too cool for school. Yeah, but I was always just like, ah, we just show up and do jiu you know? And yeah. it, it usually works pretty well for sure. me. Sure. Um, so, I, I, you know, I kind of had to fight that a little bit. And, you know, Adam is a very, um, he's a very... Uh, Motivated and engaged coach, um, always, but specifically in the realm of competition, he has yes. standards, he has preparation, sort of, um, you know, things that you have to do. He has like, he wants to talk with you about your mental preparation, and he wants to talk to you about game. So I was like, all right, I, I need to, um, I need to deliver here, like, I need to be this committed as well, yes. So, yeah, started to formulate a bit of a game, <clears throat> uh, pulled you aside and got to pick your brain. I think we did some drilling on like a couple of Fridays leading up to it. We did. Which was really good because it was like, JT, can I just run my game by you? And you just sort of give me a thought. So you let me drill it on you. Um, And it was like a standing game and then a guard game. And then you were like, what about this? What about this? Maybe you could add this in. And that was really beneficial. Um, And besides that, besides like the training prep, the only other prep that I had was getting my weight on point. Yeah, that that is an important thing in jiu-jitsu is the weight category piece too. Yeah. And I was looking at it and I'm like, all right, I was sitting at around 89, 90 kilos. Yes. And I'm looking at the divisions and I'm like, well, I'm not, I don't carry 90 kilos particularly well. I was looking (laughs) at myself, I'm like, I'm a bit puffy. Hey, you've got a young son. You can do whatever you like. It's true, right? (laughs) But I was like, I worked really hard to get to 90. Um, Here's a little insight for you guys. I worked really hard to get to 90. And then when I got there, I'm like, oh, hang on, I'm just fat. (laughs) (laughs) Not, not entirely true, guys. Like, we, no. you know, there's fat and there's fat. Like, yeah, no, Joe is speaking as somebody standards. who's kept a, a very like good amount of body composition, muscle mass, et cetera. So when Joe says, oh, I was fat, he's just talking about possibly, you know, three kilos of retained water because of increased carb <laughs> consumption. Yeah. And maybe I looked I, at a piece of rice and I felt myself inflate. <laughs> <laughs> no. And then, like, a to- maybe a little bit of body fat. Maybe. But yeah, definitely heavier than is efficient. Yeah. And I was like, <clears throat> all right, so looking at the categories, it was an 85 kilo division, but, or oh, 80, whatever, fuck. Yep. But it had like a 3.3 kilo allowance for the gi or two what? point, either way it was 88. 88.3 Right. in the gi. So I'm like, well, I'm like 89. Yeah, <clears throat> Let's just drop down to 85 Sure I had the time So I jumped on um, a nutrition plan With a mate of ours Kieran Lefebvre Yes um, <clears throat> Shoots a lot of stuff for Bulletproof He does He does a lot of our videos Smart um, guy Lovely guy Also has a really cool YouTube channel Check that out Kieran Lefebvre yep. Where he talks about jiu From a white belt perspective Which is actually quite fascinating <clears throat> Pardon me Got a bit of a cold at the moment Probably hugging all those dudes At competition <laughs> <laughs> But um. Anyways, I, I just went into you know a calorie deficit, yes, and just like um, strategically, or rather, kind of uh, systematically, just dropped weight week by week. But you so, you tighten things up, right? I there tightened were thi- specific things that you did totally. Like I was in a calorie deficit, so I was about five hundred calories under maintenance level, and I was doing some intermittent fasting uh, five days a week, and you know I pretty much sort of cut out anything that didn't fit in with that. So kind of alcohol was out. Yep. Sugar was out, high fat foods were out. Yep. And I stuck to that. I still had a you know, splurged a little bit here and there on weekends, a couple of beers at a social event, but that was about it. And was comfortably at eighty-five kilos, uh, like two weeks out from comp. So that was really, really good manageable. I look at me now, I'm fucking jacked <laughs> he's so Jesus. he's put that, ah. that five kilos <clears throat> back no, <laughs> in muscle. Um so I so you it because for a lot of people that's a battle. A lot of people it's not that easy to just go, well, i have just Tighten up and drop five kilos Like a lot of people they got to work Quite hard uh, For the For the weight cut Weight loss piece It sounds like that wasn't The biggest challenge for you But I mean obviously With your background and Being used to Eating clean Over a period of time It's not hard for you To switch into that gear Um, Your energy was alright While managing that You didn't find That you were getting Narky Or Feeling the need to slap me More than usual (sighs) Yeah I mean, you know, sometimes showing up to the podcast in the morning, I'd be like, fuck, it'd be really nice to just eat something, (laughs) you know? (laughs) And And plus I'd be like, hey, man, I'm going to go get a coffee. I'm getting a burger. Do you need (laughs) something? Do you want a breakfast burger? (laughs) Yeah. Bro, they put these hash browns in there. It's delicious. (laughs) It's amazing. Yeah, yeah, no, you know, there's uh, there's times like that where you're like, fuck, it would be really nice just to have some breakfast, particularly after a heavy training day the night before. Yes. Uh, I train Monday, Wednesday night. So usually Tuesday, Thursday mornings, I'm like- I'm actually just tired. Yes. But because I, you know, train late, don't get to bed on time, wake up sort of still pretty early the next day, bit depleted. When you're a bit tired like that, it's really nice just to eat something. Yeah. You know, so um, yeah, whatever, a small struggle. Sure. But being that I was like seeing the number on the scales go down and I'm like, fuck, I'm, I'm getting leaner. Yes. I was like, this is sick. Like this it's is actually- working. This is what I want. Yes. Like, I, like I want to be on weight for the comp, but also like to look this way. Sure. So it was it was quite motivating, and I'm you know, and I'm still eating foods that I like. Yeah, you know, it was just like do the fasting, only eat this amount of food, and you and by by fasting, um, and this is we did a nutrition one where we where we kind of said uh, one of our previous episodes where we were like, guys, don't fast. Like it's <laughs> intermittent fasting is kind. Of, and then at the end of the episode, I'm like, so I'm doing a bit of fasting. <laughs> Well, Str- look, there's always... It's <laughs> use used strategically, strategically because I was in help. a calorie deficit. So I'm only allowed to eat, you know, let's say less food than I would like to. So by restricting the hours in which I can eat each day... The eating window. That eating window is actually full of food. Yes. Because instead of spacing out 2,400 calories over like a 16-hour day, it's crammed into eight hours. Yes. So it's like lunch, a couple hours later, yogurt and fruit, a couple hours later, shake, banana, couple hours, dinner. Like it's a fucking big day of eating. Yeah. Um, so that's the strategy. Yeah. And, and and different people respond differently with (laughs) calorie restriction. Some people can do the fasting thing. Other people cannot depending on, you know, how full on their day is because some people don't eat lunch, right? Like they're busy at work. They have meetings, all this stuff. So if you're prepping for your jujitsu comp and you're trying to lose weight for a weight category, you need to find the way to manage it for yourself. The, the, the fasting thing actually and don't and fucking do it in advance yeah I didn't want to be that guy that I I never had to do it much but you know I I did it a little bit where you're like starving yourself in the days before comp yes going for long runs and shit you're like I gotta drop two kilos in and you're like like it's not a fucking MMA fight you don't have a 24 hour weigh in yeah you're weighing in on the day yeah like you want to arrive at that comp feeling like fed good and yeah, satisfied at least on that front because you're going to be nervous about competing yeah so like do it in advance so you're not chasing your tail on the day. Yeah, I agree with that entirely. Yeah, definitely. And and I think that's the other thing too. That's a very good point to show up prepared so you're not using conscious energy, worrying about, oh, am I on weight? Am I not on weight? Like you have enough to think about. You have enough to manage from an, like a stress perspective, from a, 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 a body management perspective, making sure you're hydrated, all that. If you're trying to factor in, am I on weight? Am I not on weight? Do I need to go and lose weight? This has a huge toll on your ability to just function as a really good athlete. And you you genuinely, if you show up in that state, you're probably not going to be putting in good performances. So you didn't have to worry about that. So now let's skip forward to on the day, Joe, because obviously you and I did a bit of work and you put in your hard work and you knew you were as ready as you are going to be by the week of – show up on the day, talk us through that. Um, so yeah, get to the comp. I kind of timed it. My, my first match was in my weight category and there was one guy yeah. in my weight category, right? So fuck, the fight's on at 10.50 in the morning. So I timed it so that I got, pardon me, I got to the comp at about uh, 10 o'clock. Yeah. I didn't want to be there for too long before that. So got in there, um, got settled, chucked on my gi, checked my divisions, um, started warming up was like, like it was all moving quite quickly, which I like cause I don't want to be sitting there for ages thinking no. about it, watching other people compete, get my energy up. You know, yeah. Get all adrenalized and shit. Yeah. Um, was quite excited for that match. You know, yes. you know, you, you go in, you do your weigh-in, you walk out, they're like, Yep, yeah, we'll just go out and stand behind the pin, them. Yeah. You know, you're like, it's, you know, you'll be up next kind of thing. And you're like, fuck, this it's is up. on. It's on. Yeah. And I'm looking, and, and there's all these other brown belts, but different sizes. So I'm like, I'm the guy that's, hey man, what's going on? Yeah, I've seen you, bro. My name's Joey. What's up? Like yeah. I, I'm trying to make friends with everyone. Sure. Um, and people are generally pretty friendly, right? That's not me. Yeah. <laughs> if we were fighting each other, man, I'll be in the corner just <laughs> I'd have like, you know, I don't know, some kind of angry music in my ears and I would be jumping up and down on the spot, just like smoke coming out my nostrils. Like if you come near me, I will knee by you. <laughs> I ain't making friends. After I beat you, sure, we can shake hands and have a chat. But beforehand, you better be freaking scared, son. <laughs> it's so we're polar opposites we're in that way. So I just I can't bring that energy even if I try. It would be so you'd be like, What's that guy doing? You know? Uh, I'm like the little chihuahua that's fucking the life of the party no, no it's not true Joey, Joey's Joey's lulling you into a false sense well, of I security well I can you know I can go for it once we're in there but, oh, I, sure. but it's what it's kind of what fuels you right yeah definitely but you, you have a disarming your, your manner is disarming like oh he seems like a nice guy yeah maybe but it's just because I don't know you Why <laughs> don't me, what one a savage guy you are bro you need to amp up and I'm like bro I compete from a place of love <laughs> this is a guy on the sideline <laughs> um <laughs> but you know So I'm all ready to go And we had Kieran there He had his camera Yes He's, he's like dude I'm gonna shoot I'm gonna shoot your fire It's gonna make a sick video for you Cool I'm like bro This is awesome you know And um, Fucking dude doesn't show up oh. And they're like Sorry uh, You're the guy So you're com- and so is, No show You are scratched Yeah it's like uh, He's injured He's not coming uh, And I'm like fuck all right so i run to the organizers well i go tell like the support crew yeah. i'm like coach there's no fight videographer there's no fight oh god my love you know with my son i'm like just wait and so i go to the organizers i'm like can you guys put me up a weight category yeah. can i fight like heavy or can i fight masters like, put me in with the fucking old guys <laughs> um, i'll break their athletic <laughs> joints and um they're like sorry man we can't there's no changes on the day dang so I was like, well, um, you got the absolute, wait for that. So yeah, it was a bit deflating, to be honest. I was quite disappointed because I was really keen to just get, because there's something when you're looking at a comp where you're like, you're looking at how many fights there are to win and you're like, oh man, I'm going to fight like four times. Mm. Or, you know, when you're a white belt, it's like fucking five, six, yeah, seven it's a matches. Lot. Yeah, And there's something that's intimidating about that. Because yes. when it's like one fight, yep. there's something kind of, it's very digestible. You're like, all right, right, it's got to bring it. We've got one fight. Go for it. Whatever happens, I'm still getting a silver medal. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? You're like... And so... Um, that's, so not, very, that's not how I look at things, people. But sure, yeah, you can look at it but that it was But it, was, it felt like a nice way for me to get back into competition. Just break the ice. Yeah, and so uh, I was disappointed that that didn't happen. And so then it was like, all right, four hours until absolute. God, the waiting around. I think this is something that's not spoken about enough, and I talk about this a lot with people who haven't done comps before. Even though jujitsu technically of sorts is a sprint like it's short right you're a white belt you're fighting five minutes even if you're a black belt 10 minute match it may not go the distance but then 30 minutes 40 minutes your next match and if you have more like it's stretching out over hours and you've got to manage yourself right so the waiting game of the jiu-jitsu tournament Mate, that's I believe whoever manages their energy across the day better, they're the person who shows up in the final, <clears> rocking and rolling. How did you manage your energy across that time? Yeah, it's a great point. Um, I I was really happy to be able to coach some of the some of the guys from my gym. Cool, but I was also aware that 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 coaching responsibility would take my energy. Yes, like so, I was like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm going to do a bit. So, you know, I had hours, so I'm like, all right, well, let's get in there and, you know, um, saw a couple of, like helped a couple of guys fucking tear through their divisions. And, and that was, re- Kieran competed, Samir competed, bunch of the other guys, you know, and so Adam, he had his work cut out cause he's like, so-and-so's yeah. over there, so-and-so's here. And then so yeah. thing goes so up next So if you're to listening year. to this guys, even though we're here in Australia and we can't have jujitsu tournaments, unfortunately uh, there are, you know, we're very grateful that we can have comps. Some of you can't, there are restrictions on coaches. So you're only allowed uh, one coach per team, which means if you if you're a coach and you've got a lot of white belts, you're one guy. You have got thirty guys you're running around after guys and girls. Man, that's I've, I've done something similar before. That's that's crazy. That's brutal. So it's great that you could jump in and help out. So yeah, I did a bit of that at the same time. There's so much socializing going on. Yeah, when you've been in the game for as long as so, we have, so, so much rain to all these old friends. Yep. really great catch ups. You know, awesome. It just it's it's it filled my cup a lot just to see a lot of old friends and catch up with people and even people that i don't know that well but maybe they follow bulletproof and they're like sure. oh bro i love the podcast or yeah i follow the program and it's like fuck yeah like cool That's we get to hang out part of the community yeah yeah you realize so i had a bunch of that and then there was just a couple of times strategically where i just left and nice. i would go out and sit out at the cafe they got like a little eatery and i would just sit there and fucking chill out by myself for a while um, my Misa, my lady and my son Leo they, they were there for the match but once it wasn't on she's like we're going to go home so she could feed him and yeah, stuff play. apparently he shit himself and was a total mess <laughs> so she months, <laughs> babies four what are and they thinking? Mate, pull it together I'll work it out um, but so you know so they were so yeah so I was just kind of dosing in on the energy as I needed it and then really yeah once the once the absolute got going it was like alright cool let's just ramp it back up and I found that by the time I got there I was actually pretty subdued, even yeah. though I was like trying to sort of like let's get into it again. Yeah, it was like four o'clock, four God. thirty. It's hard, and I think this is something else that's not talked <clears throat> about. Which I, look, guys, you know I've been living in basketball stadiums since I was quite young. You know, all martial arts tournaments get held in basketball stadiums, right? Because that's where the mat space is, or netball stadiums. So that whole chief <laughs> organizer, yeah. 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 So I mean, that's the thing. Like when you're when you're inside all day there's not good air con it's artificial light it there's a weird humidity to the space of people kind it's of fucking testosterone too like yeah it's like this it's like this haze of like fucking stress hormones and it's not a re- yeah it's not a relaxed environment There's people yelling and yeah like it's it's it is a stressful thing and if you're not used to it it's gonna zap your energy yeah and even just yeah Having to wait for the absolute, which if you've competed before, you know what that's like. You're like, yes, I do want to compete against everybody, but man, I didn't sign up for the four or five hour wait. And depending what organization you're competing at, you know, you might not get on them. What time did you actually get on? Four? Yeah, they they were only forty minutes late. Which so oh, that's like, actually pretty good. Yeah, it was like four right. ten. Meant to be three thirty. It was four ten. I, I was impressed, but it's hard to G up after that. Super Initial hard. excitement and super hard, and it took it took my opponent in the first absolute match to uh, put me in an armbar for <laughs> me to switch on. Oh, here, we're, we're in yeah. the game. Yeah. I'm in the armbar. I stood up and I'm like, I'm fucking not getting armbarred, son. But I was like, <laughs> See, I was like, oh shit, I'm in an armbar. And then I'm like, it's go time. <laughs> yeah. And then escaped and then managed to pass and armbar him. But it was like, <laughs> but it, the favor. I, I needed that, and I was actually maybe a bit fortunate. He had this. He had, he was a smaller guy. Um, probably the weight division below, I'd say. Uh, nice fella called Oliver from Wollongong. Shout out. Shout out, brah. Thank you. And uh, he brought the heat like a very frenetic uh, open guard game. Delaheva reverse, Delaheva, ba 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 ba, armbar. Um, yep. And then I was like, fuck. And then, and then, you know, and then I was able to switch on. Yep. So, uh, yeah, good, fortunate. It was a great match. I was glad I got the sub. Yep. Of course. And uh, the Joey patented far side armbar. Destruction yep. from side control. The only move I know. But God, he does it well. Um, so ha- having gotten that out the way, your head's back in the game. Uh, you may be having a look at other matches. H- how, what was the break like between that match and your next it was um, kind of, it was pretty short. It was probably about 15 minutes, 10 okay. minutes maybe. That's, that's manageable. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was fine. I was keen to go. And there was a bit of a mix up with the thing. So they were like calling a guy. I, I knew who I was going to be it, pretty soon after I knew who I was going to be competing against. A guy called Nathan Reddy. Shout out to the Vanilla Gorilla. Big He's, man. I big know, strong man. Yeah, I know Nathan from back when we used to do a bit of training with Rob Whitaker. Nice. Um, Shout Nath- out, champ. Rob Whitaker. Fucking, let's get that title back, son. Yeah, boy. Um, but we, you know, so I was like, he's a big guy, very physical, fights him I'm like, all right, this is going to be, a, I, I, kinda, I can feel what kind of match this is going to be. Yes. But we'd been like bro down since earlier in the day. I was like, yeah. bro, we're in the absolute together and he's a really lovely guy. So we were like, man, like it'd be sick if we get to compete, blah, 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 that whole thing. And um, they were calling his name. And then I'm watching him compete and they're calling his name. And I'm like, guys, that's, that's the guy there. So what had happened is uh, I think one or two of the guys who were in the absolute uh, had left. <laughs> they saw you and freaked out. They're <laughs> like, no, we don't want none of that smoke. <laughs> so that, yeah, so it was like it went from eight guys to six. Right, yep. So all of a sudden, um, once Nate finished that match, I went and looked at the screen and it's like Nathan and Joe for the final, right? And I'm like, oh, shit, it was meant to be three fights. It's just two for me. There you go. I think it was just two for him as well. Um. So, yeah, so it was cool. Uh, you know, we broke down and then we stepped on the mats and then we tried to do the thing. Get after it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, unfortunately, he uh, he He outpoint. got two points on me. It was a shit guard, like sacrifice throw attempt from me that turned into a guard pull. Somehow he got the points for it. I don't <laughs> know what happened. Yeah, sure. I got to watch it back, maybe tap the foot or something. Um, and then he was just able to shut me down and I couldn't, I couldn't get anything going. Yeah, that's so frustrating. Big guy jiu-jitsu. And it's not that... He's not a technical guy, but... He played his game really well. Yes, that's that's true. You know, and he just... Yeah, and, and, I, and it was not... Yeah, it wasn't the, the the dynamic match I wanted it to be. Yeah, not the back and forth <laughs> yeah. exchange. Where you're showing, like, fucking skills you and athleticism. Yeah, it was just like two rocks. And I think that's, that is something that is probably not talked about enough in jiu-jitsu, even though we're all aware of it. When you get to opponents who are either very technically well-matched or physically well-matched or or both like physically and technically well-matched it's going to be it's going to be close it's very rare that you're going to get some big outcome there uh just just by the sheer nature of you know force v force and then also i'm not going to let you do what you want and you're not going to let me do what i want and that's it i think as somebody i've always said it that even if i lose even if i Provided I get to show my jujitsu and show my skills and have an exchange, that is good for me. I don't even really like winning if it's just like two points or an advantage or whatever. I mean, a win's a win. That's great, but it can be a frustrating experience. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And, and so having having had that, reflecting on that because you've you know it's first come in a while. Is there anything you would have done differently or does this make you think about competition differently or what's the vibe coming, coming out of comp now? There's definitely, I mean, there's definitely things I would have done differently kind of technically. Um, but no, like I'm really quite happy with how it all went. I, I kind of said to myself somewhere in the morning where I was like, if I get like, I just want to win one fight. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, I haven't competed for like five or six years. Yeah. First comp at brown belt. First comp since my ACL reconstruction. True. How how was it? Were you thinking about? Was it in nah, your head? No, nah, not at all. Oh, Amazing. I didn't think about it. I mean, it, you know, my guard is like as we spoke about, um, not on the podcast, but my guard is not what it used to be. Mm. There's like an aggressiveness to my legs that I've lost. Yeah, you can't when I'm tumble tr- or just yeah in a weird angle. It's the way it's you kind want of, to I'm with. kind of a bit sluggish with the leg, so um, I've lost a bit of that. And so looking back, I had one opportunity with my ex guard and he just like shoved my leg and stepped through to a half guard really quickly. Ah. And uh, I was like, I would, I wish I could have been more aggressive at that point. Cause sure. I could have changed the outcome of the fight. Yep. Um, but no, like I, I, you've, you've come out quite unscathed. It's quite unscathed. My knee feels great. I'd had an ankle injury leading up to the fight. I had a flare up of this old, this old soccer injury out of nowhere it used to bug me when I was at like white and blue belt, mm. and then out of nowhere it just came up about five weeks out from comp when we started doing the, the the competition training. Yeah, doing more stand up, right? Yeah, yeah. All of this like like long sessions on the feet, and uh, anyway, that didn't flare up. So I'm like, man, I feel great. I feel better than if I had done a hard training session, right? Right. With you or down at Alliance, it's like I only really had two matches, yeah. and neither of them were particularly dynamic, right? Um. You know, one thing I think that I wanted to talk about uh, was like the the feelings, like almost like the vulnerabilities going into competition. Yes. For me, there was a huge thing where it's like, I have been at Brown Belt for that long that I've seen. There was fucking a guy at the comp. So, yeah, it's, I was telling this JT thing. this before. Check this out. There's a guy at the comp. His name's Winston. Uh, shout out Winston. Shout out Winston. He was refereeing. We had a chat and he said, bro, I. I um, I used to train with your teammate, Diego. And I was like, oh, wow, fuck yeah, Diego's a legend. How cool. He goes, yeah, Diego got me into jujitsu. And I said, that's awesome. And he goes, bro, when I started, you were a brown belt. And I was like, holy shit. And I'm like, what are you, are you like brown belt now? He's like, I'm a black belt. (laughs) And I was like, holy shit. Oh my goodness. I'm like, man, what a crazy thing, right? I'm like, if I, and 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 I have that feeling where I'm like, um, stepping into the comp where I'm like, man, I should be a black belt. Yeah. You know? Yeah, sure. But then it's also like, well no I shouldn't because there's no like nothing's guaranteed in this no game. No hard and fast rules around that. Yeah, and it's like I could have just quit at yeah, at any stage, but instead it's like everyone's timeline is unique. Yes. So when you step into comp, there's there's still though you have that thing in mind where you're like I well I, I should be a black belt, so I should be fucking icing this brown belt division. Yeah, sure. And people are watching me and they're expecting me to do that. Yes. And you know, when you step back from it, you realize no one's watching you. No. no one gives a shit. Yeah, like, people are just happy for you to be competing. Right? Yeah, for sure. Um, it doesn't work like that. It, it's why when you, it's like when you watch uh, these young guys on flow grappling and stuff who are like just got promoted from uh, like whatever, got promoted to black belt, yeah. and they're winning or placing podium in yep. these black belt comps, and you're like, but two weeks ago the guy was a brown belt. Yeah, but it doesn't. It is not like the the competition is not reflective necessarily of like how much of a veteran you are. Yes. It's a different environment. It is. So anyway, just uh, I think that, that that sort of pressure that you put on yourself of like expectation is a really interesting one because we all deal with it. Yes, we do. And I and I know I know that the times when I had probably the least amount of stress stepping into a comp was when I had just gotten that belt. Right. Cuz you're like, well, I just got the belt, so yeah. no one expects me to win. Yeah, you know, and often you go into those comps and you surprise yourself because you're kind of stress free yeah i think the less expectation can definitely help and just as a headspace because i mean we can always kind of not choose it but we can we can get ourselves into a headspace of taking the pressure off ourselves but because it is a performance environment because it is a competition you know uh for the best part if you're a competitive human you're going there to win you're not you're not like, oh, I'll just go in there. If I lose, I'm happy with that. No, no one really wants to lose. And obviously there's, there's I, I gotta say, I'm not like I'm not going in there to lose, but I'm just going in there to do good. I I, in a sense, I don't mind like I, I think, and this goes back to what we're talking about, like the, yeah. the what fuels you for comp. Yes. I don't so much care about necessarily about winning. Okay, well I, I only care about <laughs> JJ's winning. Like I what, Can't what, compute what what is coming from uh, your face coming this of this yeah. point. No, guys, like I'm 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 a hyper competitive person. I don't know if I've like got too much testosterone or I'm insecure or where it comes from, but like a little from column A, little from column B. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lot from <laughs> column B. Yeah. But no, I'm saying that like especially hanging out with other people who are competitors. There's this constant mental thing of like are you a bit weaker today? Am I going to get you today? Like even just on a mental level, like banter level. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you look God. tired, bro, you're tired? Yeah. you tired? You tired? Hey, you're taping your ankle what's going on with your ankle? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's stuff like this. And so it's, it's funny how ingrained that is in me. And it's so difficult for me to switch that off. That's why competition is not necessarily the healthiest thing for me. Cause it's almost like addiction. It's like all consuming. It's so consuming for me. And, and, and to be honest, guys, you know, I haven't, I haven't competed at black belt. I've only competed once or twice at brown belt and they were very small comps. Nothing to speak of. Um, nothing as big as the new South Wales <laughs> autumn cup. Nowhere near as big, <laughs> but it's also that thing. If you've been to worlds, um, or you've had an MMA fight, like it's all levels of like adrenaline, like dr- drug consumption, uh, you develop a tolerance. So when you've been to Worlds and you, you've competed to the best of your ability, maybe you podiumed or maybe you, you got through the first couple of rounds, wherever you placed, that's the big show right? That's the, the Colosseum, the circus. Oh man, I saw this legend and I sat next to Victor Esteema after a steamer locked a guy and he talked to me <laughs> and you know, like, Oh, you're, you're part of the big show. You know, you feel part of this bigger thing and you come home to your local comp. You're like, yeah, like it just, it's not sexy. Like it's still valid. There's no less validity in any comp, but it's interesting that over time, if you do it, like I am a bit of an adrenaline junkie, when you want that hit and that excitement it, comp is always fun and it's always informative, but you know, when you show up and it's just like, maybe you're even going up against a teammate, you're like, man, I, I smoke this guy in training. Like, yeah. you know, I, you know, but I think I th- that's that, that can affect your, your uh, psychology towards the tournament. There's a good takeaway in that for listeners. I think in regards to like, what your intention is by entering the competition. Yes. And you know, there are people out there like Pat, like yourself where it's like, this is a competition and I want to win it. And yes. I'm going to put on my, like I'm going to prepare as absolutely as best I can. Um, and I've had that at times mm. back, you know, at sort of blue purple belt with competitions where it's like, yeah, I'm going to fucking smash this one. This is, I'm winning this shit. Yep. But then probably the majority of my competition um, experience has been, I really like training yes. and I'm like pretty good. Um, so I'm just going to enter the comp to kind of see how I go. Yeah. And when I do that, which is kind of the same with this one, like, yeah, I did a bit of comp prep. I asked you some questions. I, I became more focused. I asked Adam specific questions, but I was still only training a couple of days a week. Sure. You know, it was like, I made it fit into my life. Mm. And so in that regard, because I didn't commit a lot to it, I didn't have a lot of commitment in my mind to be like, well, you should be fucking winning this because yeah. you've been training two days a week. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like- yeah. you, were, you were less invested. So you had less, at, less to lose. Exactly. Or less less to lose. Yeah. And you know, there's an argument for, is that me keeping one foot out so that I don't make, so I'm not as vulnerable or is it me just like making the comp work for where I am in my life? I tend to think it's more the latter. Yeah, I mean, because I don't because I like to just train the way I train. Sure, yeah. and and I think it, it can it can be both because I'm someone who's trained five or six days a week, plus lifting, plus judo, plus everything else, and then not competed. <laughs> you know, kept a, a competitive just so I could hang with my buddies who are ultra competitive. So I think for you guys out there, if you haven't done a comp, definitely do it. Like I think it's it's such an informative experience within jujitsu and knowing your own game because then y- you would you would definitely say coming out of this comp Joe um, that gives you some feedback about what you're doing and
1: potentially so much. what you
0: might do next time yeah so much and I mean there's so much like I'm very proud of myself for doing it because yeah. I could have just easily not done it true and having my partner there and having my son there and you nice. know I mean he's just sleeping and vomiting the whole time <laughs> but it's like but you know like doing that and like having that day with them and you know thinking like she's never seen me. She's never seen me compete. So oh, I'm like, right. that, that was all really cool, you know? And, mm. and also like for, for my coach, like I know he wanted, he, you know, he's like, I want you to compete. So I'm like, and I want to do right by him. Yes. Um, so the feeling afterwards is great. And I think that I would feel, even though literally every, I've been waking up throughout the night for the, like, since the comp thinking about what I could have done better in the final. Yes. So somewhere in me, there is that thread of competitiveness that, that, you know, is like, uh, comes to the surface. Um, but I'm, I'm just kind of, as soon as you've done it, irrespective of the outcome, you're like, that's mad. I did yeah. something that was, you know, was a challenge. I didn't really want to do it and I've done it and I'm fine and it was enjoyable and it's, you know, I'm better off for having had that experience. Yeah, definitely. And I think I I would definitely say that I have always been better off for every competition experience. Win, lose or draw, however it went. It informed my jujitsu, and it's also given me me something to aim for, and so I think that's a great thing, guys. So if you if you're not sure, if you've never competed, or say you haven't, you similar to Joe, you haven't competed in a while, and you're like, no, nah, I want to get back in there, do it. I, I think there's no real downside because honestly, you're just as likely to get injured at training. Training's where you get injured, right? Yeah. Then then necessarily at a comp. So take the fear factor out. And man, I think it's so good. Thank you for sharing that with us, Joe. That's awesome, my bro. Thank you. Thanks awesome. for listening, guys. Hope That was fun. Yeah, no, I appreciate you guys out there. And and hey, guys, like uh, if you want to just get a bit more information from us, we actually have a YouTube channel, which is not something that we we uh, promote a lot, but it's definitely worth checking out. Which is just literally bulletproof for BJJ. Just put it, type that into YouTube. Will pop up. Uh, we're growing that bad boy, getting out some more free content. And if you are interested you want to know more about a topic there's a topic that you would like us to touch on on the podcast we are more than happy to uh, take suggestions so whether you reach out through facebook or instagram and then also if there is a video that you would love us to do we're always uh, looking to make sure that we can better serve our our crew our community send us a suggestion send us a dm and we will look to attend that within the coming weeks we can't do it straight away but Uh, We will be getting new content up there for you guys on the weekly basis. Yeah, reach outs from you guys is what informs the content that we make. And we get reach outs from folks all the time. Hey, man, love what you guys are doing. Could you talk about this? So it's really easy for us to just add that to the list. And then next time we're shooting content or talking, you know, putting podcast topics together, um, we throw it in. So keep them coming. It helps us to help you. Exactly. Thank you, Joey. Cheers, JT. Thanks, guys.